It's time again for the Jason Lee Club Show. It's time again for the Jason Lee Club Show. It's time again for the Jason Lee Club Show. And action, away we go. Welcome to Here's Your Freaking Podcast with the Jason Lee and Clug Show. Again, as we say every week, man, thanks for coming along for the ride. It's always good to have you. You can check out every episode and all things JLNK related just by heading over to the official homepage, jlnkshow.com. Uh, thanks, everybody, who was a part of the live podcast last week. Our last podcast was a live episode. Thank you to Mutter Jeff and to Dirty Old Fat Kid and Delicatessen for all being a part of it. It was a lot of fun. Uh, we'll do it again soon. So what are we going to learn in the podcast today? We're going to find out. Uh, well, we're going to find out how cool is your boss? Does he let you take a break to beat off in the middle of the day? <laughs> the you, answer is no. Then your boss ain't that cool, man. Do you have to like punch out for that, or is there a special room? Like I'm off to the beating room. Like when I worked at Meyer, there was a smoking break room and a regular break room. Is there like an eating break room and a beating off break room? We'll also find out well, how to handle if you're too tired for sex. Um, and it, uh, we got the worst person on the planet. Oh, yeah. Also, we should update it because it is summertime. Uh, we'll find out uh, what summer penis is all about again, just a refresher course on summer penis. So we're also going to find out. I do remember us talking about that last year. Yeah, it was super gross. But a lot of people said, yeah, that's definitely a thing. Uh, and we'll also find out what some lady boner killers are, according to, well, the lady boners. So we'll get to that here in a couple of minutes. Now, how do you find, uh, if you listen to last week's episode with Dirty Old Fat Kid, he had more advice in case you wanted to be a part of the lifestyle. Well, according to Men's Health Magazine, what is the secret to finding the unicorn for your threesome? Under the name Unicorn Hunters, a man reached out to Men's Health Magazine to find out what they're doing wrong. The unicorn hunter has been searching with his girlfriend to find the unicorn to invite into their bedroom you know, for a little hubba hubba time. It seems to me that there are more people looking than there are people waiting to be found, no? So if you're a unicorn, I bet you're busy as hell. Yeah. Dicks everywhere, (laughs) and probably some some boobs, too. Pussies and whatnot. For those who don't know, a unicorn is a single woman who's up for just about anything. Um, From joining a couple to, you know, being in the middle of an entire group. You guys all on the same team? So that's where they asked. All have, right. Have you ever known any of these women? Uh, there's some I suspected. <laughs> <laughs> no, but like, I, I, I think if, if they are this way, they kind of keep it on the down low, but it's not like a member of your circle of friends. No. Like, oh, you're like, you know. No, you're not going to hear it from Stacey's them. Stacey's down for anything. Yeah, there's still a stigma attached to it. Let's be honest. You can't uh, just blurt that stuff out. Well, I mean, it'd be cool if you did. Yeah, it would sure, certainly help out the rest of us if maybe you were a little more free with the information. <laughs> they say there's nothing y- wrong with unicorn hunting. Most couples go about it in a clumsy and insulting way. What do you mean, insulting way? I've heard that a lot of times, and you read single women's accounts of this, that um, like a guy will put out a dating profile, or a girl will put out a dating profile that she's looking for a romantic interest who's a female, and they'll spring it on her last minute. They actually want you as a toy for me and my boyfriend or me and my husband or whatever. Right. They say it's uh, so uncomfortable for the woman that many don't want anything to do with couples that proposition them. Here's how you get success if you're hunting for a unicorn, according to the experts. Stick with the apps in real-life spaces so you know there's a higher percentage of like-minded people who would like to be approached. All right. Uh, They say, I don't even know where you would find these spots. Try spots where sex is already an open conversation. 
<laughs> ah, so like Lowe's. Yeah, yeah, I, I don't, I don't right. know. Ugh. Oh, they say like a sex party. Yeah, no shit. I found a partner at a sex party. <laughs> oh, fuck, of course you did. How do I find a sex party? How can I find the unicorn if I can't get to the sex party where right. the unicorn's at? I can't even find the forest where the sex unicorn lives. Yeah. They say also check in with sex positive websites. If you're on the app, state your intentions up front in your profile. Again, don't say, hey, looking for a lady. And then when you meet, say, for my boyfriend to fuck. That's, yeah. that's not it. Rather than uh, springing it on a random person unexpectedly, uh, that'll weed out all the uh, you know people that aren't going to match up. As a female, create a separate account and then link them. Some ladies might find uh, her more approachable when there are two of you together. Start chatting like you would with any other person instead of jumping right into the sex stuff. Build a conversation. Yeah, you might already know this person, and then suddenly you find out they're into that down the road, but you're already close, so it works. Yeah. Try asking her out on a three-way date. No expectations of coming home with you. Just set up something so that everybody's comfortable. Also, they make a note. If you get rejected, don't be a dick about it. Just move along. That makes perfect sense. How would you even ask out a woman on a three-way date? Like, how would you do it? Look, my wife isn't into this, but I think, I think maybe someday she might be. So let's. No. Let's keep you hanging around. All right. Does your boss give you beat-off breaks? Of course he doesn't. No. Or at least not knowingly. <laughs> <laughs> hey, boss makes a dollar, I make a dime. That's why I beat, beat off, off on, on company, company time. time. Yeah. Uh, Erica Lust, she is the founder of Lu- Erica Lust Films. I assume that's probably... Uh, I think we've talked about this lady on the show before. Okay. Well, she's uh, she's done it. Or she's, I know her from another life, I guess. Who knows? She's offering your employees, her employees, pleasure breaks. The company has an office in Spain. They have private spaces that you can go and get the job done. We talked about this a, a couple of years ago because she was kicking the idea around. Now it appears that she's uh, it, she's followed through with it. Is it a nice space, like a comfy room, or is it like a corner of a stairwell? Like, go down to the beaten pit. You just put your hand against the wall, and you, like, tug one out. It's what you believe to be is uh, uh, just a regular glass, uh, you know, just a, a regular uh, sterile office environment. But it turns out they're all two-way mirrors. Everyone is watching you. She try- said she's trying to improve. Hey, fucking new guy falls for it. Hey, can you imagine? I mean, you're working for a porno company. I mean... You got to go a little crazy over the course of the day. It's almost mandatory. You should probably have these rooms on standby so people can fucking focus on their job. Yeah, you're just per- perpetually in a state of getting turned down. Yeah, go get the poison out so you can think, man. Although, what's that? When you get to, like, that five year anniversary watch and you're like, you don't even care anymore. You're like, porno has no effect yeah. on me. I'm dead on the inside. Yeah. The shit I have to beat off to now is yeah. so bizarre and unsavory. I have a soft dong that coughs dust. I mean, what do you expect me to do? It's like an old miner. <laughs> hey, is it also, is it like a landscaper? Like, you don't want to go home and work on your own lawn because you've been doing it all day. Like, you don't want to go home and have sex. You've been fucking fiddling all day. Yeah. Uh, she says she's trying to improve productivity with her company. She explains that she values her employees. When they feel good, they work better. Also, what, is her, what are her porno employees doing? Like, what happens day to day at the office? You ever wonder how many people come out of the bathroom here where we work and, and they don't use, they don't wash their hands? Now, what do you think of there? There's a beaten lounge somewhere down, down the hallway. <laughs> hey, man, I didn't hear the fucking faucet running. So hopefully there's some standards and some hygiene pubes, in there somewhere. Pubes all over the sink. <laughs> That's all it is. <laughs> 
to handle it if you're uh, Plus, too. There's got to be the first guy to go in one. Like she's like, all right, here's the newly established beat. Like you don't want to seem too oh, eager. Oh no, no, you, no. You don't, you You'd don't be fine. Sprint and shove people out of the way. You'd be fine. Everybody else is in the same boat. There's probably a fucking line like a bathroom at a concert. Like, you're like occupied. Come back with a warrant. Skeet, 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 skeet. I mean, it's got to be a lounge, too, because if things go, you know, if they go sideways quickly, you need some time to relax and kind of kick back a little bit so you look like a damn freak, overexcited. That or somebody forgot to lock the door and you walk in and some guy's either in the middle of it or he's cleaning out his belly button over the sink. So how do you handle being too tired for sex? Shrug my shoulders, give it the old college try. When you're exhausted, sex is probably the last thing you want. Oh, this must be for the ladies. Mm. Sex must be the last thing you want to do when you finally crawl into bed. Obviously, sex is important to every relationship. If it's a chronic issue, experts say this is how you proceed. Um, if you're too sleepy for sex, they say, uh-oh, no, 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 no. They say, let go of the idea that you have to have sex often. There's no Whoa. magic number of times a couple is supposed to do it in a happy relationship. Communicating about your sex life so that you're both on the same page is important is more important than how much you actually do it. You're supposed to prioritize quality over quantity. When you have quality sex, it's more memorable and satisfying. Well, I think if you're given a choice between three quickies broken up over the course of the week or like one like two-hour just like no-holds-barred steel cage match, I'd go for the steel cage match. They say ask a group of people if they prefer mutually pleasurable sex one time or bad sex seven times. Most are going to pick the quality sex over the quantity sex. Too tired for sex? Talk to your partner. Whether you want to have more sex or think that your partner does, well, you don't know anything until you have the conversation. Here we go, man. We see this a lot. Schedule a sex date. Put it on your calendar. Hold each other to it. It may, see, it may sound mechanical, but couples that start scheduling sex say it increased their intimacy and their closeness. Did I ever tell you, like, I, one time I found out that one of my siblings was doing this on accident because I walked in to pick something up from their house, and they were talking to me, and I turned around, they have that like family calendar hanging by the door, but they have just little toddlers, and they wrote sex on one of the days, and I turned around and looked at them, I'm like, Wednesday's going to be a pretty great day, isn't it, gang? They were embarrassed and never did that again. Oh. I thought it was pretty funny. Was it a brother or a sister? I don't want to say. It was a sister, wasn't it? I don't want to say. That's embarrassing. Of course she was embarrassed. Well, Warren knows I'm getting railed on Wednesday. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, that sucks, man. You should have kept your fucking mouth shut. What? If it was one of your brothers, you'd be like, hey, 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 getting it in, huh? Wednesday. No, it's funny. I thought it was hilarious. I'm like, you know what? They're married. Good for them, man. They're still making the effort despite having two little kids running around. Yeah, you're getting split apart on Wednesday. Good for you. (laughs) I don't think about it like that. I just laughed. It was like, you know, doctor's appointment, work, dit, dit, this, that, this. Expand your idea of physical intimacy. If you're beyond exhausted, the difference between nothing and sex is big. Even if you aren't... Ag- they say, even if you actually want sex, don't forget there are lots of other ways to be intimate and connect with your partner. How about a handy? Yeah. How would you tug me off while I watch a little TV? <laughs> So desperate sounding. Oh, well, we don't have to have sex. I, I get you're tired. Let's, let's pretend we're at the movie theater in high school. 
I almost think a woman would choose just just a quick sex over yeah. making out all that uh, all get, that stuff. Yeah, you get a little yank going, and I'll try to pretend like. <laughs> and then you try to pretend like you're not completely grossed out at the end. Hey, okay, well, <laughs> just like high school. You don't want to give it a talk. How about you just look at me while I beat off? <laughs> now, how about you look away while now I do it? Now look at me. <laughs> All right, what kills the lady boner? This is from... Uh, oh, I think you and I just talked about it for a good 15 minutes. This is uh, this is from the ladies. They asked, hey, what get, what uh, you know, what uh, makes it go away? Here's how the women responded. Everybody always talks about clean, short fingernails, but hey, no one ever mentions the toenails. If your toenails look like you can climb a tree, I'm out. <laughs> Hygiene, of course, is very ta- important. Long talons. Yeah. Yeah, I saw him swoop down and grab a field mouse. <laughs> he took it back to the nest and fucking ate it. <laughs> that was a huge turnoff. <laughs> Hygiene in total. Hygiene? Uh, this guy says, a girl once told me after sex that she enjoyed it so much more because I washed my dick before. Many guys are just disgusting. Uh, Lady Boner Killer's bragging. Nothing screams insecurity like bragging. Lady Boner Killer, not listening. Bragging. Oh, yeah. I'm a fucking sex god. Lady Boner Killer, bad breath, and (laughs) quote-unquote... Dirty dick. (laughs) (laughs) What do you mean? Like, it's dusty, or there's some smudges on the glass? What are you talking about? What was that ring around the collar? You got ring around the dong? (laughs) Was it like smushed up goldfish in the carpet? What's happening? Lady boner killers. Um, I don't even know if I would, like, how do you, a dirty penis? uh, I don't know. He's been out working with his hands all day. Yeah, I guess. Wiping the sweat from his brow. It's all calloused, and there's oil (laughs) in between the crevices, like his fingerprint. (laughs) What is he working, asbestos mine? Look how black and dirty he is. When I go over to their place and it's a total wreck. Now, we're not talking about a few dirty dishes in the sink or laundry on the floor. I'm talking about the dudes that very clearly just don't clean up after themselves. Like, an entire bathroom is coated in hair and dust. Hey, I told my kid brother when he first moved out, I'm like, dude, you can pretty much get away with whatever you want here. But make sure you have a clean bathroom because it's not... Like, nobody pulled me aside when I moved out and said, hey, make sure your bathroom is sparkling at all times because it goes a long way with the guests and women who come over. I, I approached it this way. Anytime I left the house, I anytime. Every, I needed every little bit I, I could. Yeah, I always approached it when I, you know, when I had my own place. I left the house with the intention of bringing home a woman. That no, was always nice. my goal. Always my goal is if, it, I, if this is a good day, I will bring someone home. So this place has to look like a place... That somebody would want to spend the night. That's the way I always approached it. I'm like, yeah, I may have a dirty bathroom, but I also have 75 beer murals hanging up in the living room. Yeah. That should balance it out, right, ladies? Yeah. Do, do the half-naked swimsuit models on the... on the? I know this place is very clean, and I did vacuum today before I left the house, and all the dishes are done, but... Uh, can I interest you in some half-naked bikini models on yeah. a, from a beer poster? I wish I could go back in time and kick the shit out of myself. Yeah. Because every place I ever lived, I'm like, I'm going to make this cool for dudes to be here, <laughs> not women. You mean the Guns N' Roses poster isn't doing anything for you? The wall of Scarface scenes printed out? 
If a guy is not a functional human being and can clean a place up and cook his own food and show up on time, that is a huge turnoff, a massive red flag. I don't want a project. I want a partner. Lady Boner Killers, too aggressive with the tongue. When you just have to sit there, too many dudes are too aggressive with the tongue. Oh, she says, uh, just to be clear, it's tongue kissing. Kissing tongue, not oral tongue. Why don't you just show me the way you want to be kissed? Lady Boner Killers gave a former boyfriend a short neck shoulder massage from behind. It was an intimate moment. I was kind of gently leaning into him, and we were dressed in lounging clothes. Cue him, slightly groaning, said, your touch feels just like my mother's. Oh. That's, That's a weird thing to say. Yeah. Uh, I like to do that until I added him on social media and saw his posts about women don't feel love. Relationships with women have to be bought. That was the lady oh, boner yeah. killer. That's some fucking incel shit right there. Yeah, that's a weird neckbeard guy thing, yeah. right? Who's been turned down a million times and he's trying to puff out his chest and pretend like it doesn't matter to him. Someone describing themselves as an alpha. That's the second time we've heard that today. Because if you're a true alpha, you never have to say, I'm an alpha. Right. And I don't even think people would say, oh, Steve, he's an alpha. You just, no. it's, you just, you, either you are and behave that way, and it's sort of subtly acknowledged, or you're not. Everybody knows that the true alpha has actually put a king sticker on their car. That way you know that they're the alpha. I met a dude at a party that brags that he, he takes being told no as a challenge. He said being told no makes him only want it more. Oh, God. That's that a, was a lady boater killer. Yeah, that's that's very slippery terrain. Anybody that acts like a prick to a waiter or a nurse or a cleaner or whatever. Ew. I thought that was such a universal. I've, I've personally never witnessed anybody I've been dining with be a dick to a waiter or waitress. I thought it was just something It was like a, we all know. Lady boater killer. Ew, this is cringy. Talking baby talk during a makeout session. As in, talking like he's a very little boy and using silly words for genitalia. It happened to me twice. Two different guys. It's unspeakable horror. Remember that episode of The Office where they had to pull Andy aside and tell him to quit saying baby talk? No. Michael Scott, had a, he was like, look, at people around here have a big problem. And he's like, Andy, saw we? He's like, yeah. that, right there. Yeah. Stop doing that. Stop doing that. Visible earwax, lady boner killer, and flexing about your money. It's so annoying when guys try to get a girlfriend showing off their money because don't you want somebody who actually loves you and not your money? I'm always the opposite. I try desperately to fend off them learning how much money I make for as long as possible. They're not going to like me if they find out I can't buy them and take them a good time and take care of them, and I need to borrow money all the time. All right. Summer dick. Is it a thing? Maybe. Maybe not. It probably exists. It says... uh, It certainly does seem to hang its lowest and mightiest in the summer months when it's hot and humid. We're talking about stickiness. We're talking about sweatiness. We're talking about what happens after a long, hard day. You come home, take off your underwear, and you're met with... Whoa. It's called... Swamp Dick. Hey, (laughs) And it's a thing. Haven't we talked about it before, but it's Jim Dick? Uh, probably... They say it's a, this is bad. Swamp dick in the summertime is the humid, stench-filled area around your <laughs> around your penis and your testicles. Uh, I think maybe this is harkening back to what we're just, this is the dirty dick we were talking about a minute ago. They say much like its better known cousin, <laughs> 
Swamp ass. <laughs> Swamp dick is a taboo topic. After all, no dude wants to admit that they're... They say it lurks beneath your underwear all day. <laughs> lurks. It only emerges when summoned. Uh, they say it happens to most dudes at one point or another, particularly particularly if you haven't showered or taken a bath in the steamy summer months. Why do you get it? Well, obviously because you're hot and sweaty and there's no place for it to go, right? It's, it's a same, disgusting it's, place. Yeah, it's the same place, same reason your armpit gets all funky. It's moist and dark. Mm. That's that's when bad things happen. It's a perfect place for salamanders. They say, is it harmful? Uh, they say, no, not really. I mean, if you don't clean it, I'm it, sure, for days on end. If you develop a fungal infection... <laughs> Dick it's, fungus? It's theoretically possible that it can be transmitted between partners during unprotected sex. That's disgusting. So how do you prevent it? This is what we need to know. Wash. Um, simple things like wearing non-tight-fitting clothing. It's a good practical way to keep everything at bay. Yeah, because the more it's smuggled up there, it's snuggled yeah. up there, it's going to get worse. Clothes made from natural fibers like cotton and linen are good. Air can travel through them faster. Opt for loose-fitting boxers. They also note that when you get out of the shower, you need to make sure that your skin is completely dry before you put clothes on. <laughs> it's all damp when you put it away. If you're not circumcised, make sure you retract the foreskin. Give it a little clean. Get a little clean there. It's like inside. a convertible top. Yeah. They also recommend rubbing coconut oil on the testicles. Oh, and even parts of your upper leg after showering because coconut oil has been proven to f- have antifungal properties. Boy, if there's a, a place on your body you don't want fungal attached to, That's it's your, your genitals. Yeah, for sure. If your skin is extra sensitive down there, you can forego any additional products. Just wash with good old soap and water. Follow those tips this summer and you will be swamp dick free. Or at least you won't be as disgusting. Blech. All right, here's the worst person, uh, the worst people. This isn't even a person. This is whoever's in charge. Uh, the World Cup this November will be in, uh, is it pronounced Qatar or Qatar? I've I'm heard a, it pronounced both ways. I always it, thought it was Qatar. It appears to be a very, very wealthy place if you see the photos on the internet. Yeah, it's like Dubai, isn't it? Yeah, where they just keep building up and up and up and up and up and up. It's like the tallest city ever made. While they're hosting the World Cup in November, visitors to the country need to keep in mind that the laws over there are different. For example, sex outside of marriage is illegal. Try and stop me! A one-night stand can put you in jail. The sentence typically is a year. Hey, and that's it's not like a year in prison, it's a year in foreign prison. Unless you're a dick about it, and then it can be seven years if they want to make an example out of you. Shit. So if you do have big plans of heading over to uh, Qatar or Qatar for the World Cup, please keep that in mind. Visitors should take sexual enjoyment off their <laughs> their to-do list at the World Cup this year. That's terrifying. Damn. You're all proud of yourself in the morning. You're like, yeah, I got a Qatar girl. Yeah. What are they called? Cutterians? Uh, no idea. Oh. Uh, but, you know, you're laying there the next day going, yeah, I did it. Nice one-night stand while I'm on vacation. And then they beat down your door and haul you off to prison for a year or seven. 
Well, it'd be an easy way to convince your friends. See, it totally did get laid on vacation. Oh, yeah. It would be good believe, proof. He goes and believe me. Yeah. Here I am in prison. See you guys in seven years because yep. I got a little lippy with the judge. So there you go. There's your worst person on the planet. There you go. And that concludes this week's episode of Here's Your Freaking Podcast with the Jason Lee Clug Show. Again, thanks for taking the time to check it out. I uh, hope you enjoyed it. And don't forget last week's live episode and every episode and the videos and all the social media links can be found. Just head over to jlnkshow.com. And until then, we will uh, see you next Tuesday. Podcasts by Federated Media.